So how do you want to age? You know, how do you want to live? How do you want to die? Hey, Rob Kress here, root pharmacist. And uh, what I want to talk to you about today is something that I believe literally is probably the closest thing to a fountain of youth that we can focus on and we can do for our livelihoods. Um, a, a yard post, I guess you could say, a measurement, a marker that we can work to improve on a constant basis. Um, you know, I think the best option would be to be able to live vital, to be able to do what you want to do, to be able to be active, right? To be able to be, um, just have a good life uh, into your old age. And you know, when it's your time, you go, but you've had fun in up until that point. Think about how most people are dying these days, you know, via modern day diseases, I guess you could say, diseases of lifestyle. A lot of it focuses, well, you know, a lot of it people are just kind of degrading years and years and years. You know, suddenly people can't move as much as they could. Suddenly they're going for surgeries and they're having parts taken away. Um, you know, and a lot of these, as I said, the lifestyle diseases um, are related to an impairment or even a failure of organs and that's how people die so it's a slow process until the death you know let's look at some of our major core organs heart failure you know that's a big one cardiovascular disease is the number one killer uh, we can have cancer of organs right pancreatic cancer is an issue and many others um, the brain Alzheimer's disease dementia uh, that's a long drawn-out process that affects just more than the patient obviously um, diabetes the pancreas you know begins to start failing out on them liver and many many more so it's a curious thing because you know if you look through our whole you know cycle of life and cycle of being here on this planet these are all relatively new diseases of our modern day lifestyle so you know what has happened and what we've done is we've diverted from our natural sense, our, nat our natural livelihoods, um, our natural forms of movement, our natural forms of relaxation and even dietary habits. These are things that basically sculpted and designed our DNA and the genes that we're trying to bring into this modern day lifestyle, uh, oftentimes with not a lot of success. You know, we've seen a lot of health issues on the rise, the cancers, the obesities, all these organ failures I was speaking about. The interesting thing, though, age is not proven to cause chronic disease, right? Now, with age, you can increase risk factors, but age has not been a cause of chronic disease. I mean, the more you work on the planet, the longer chance you have to get hit by a car, right, or something like that. But so when we think about it, we want to look at something that's essentially called organ reserve. Now, children, okay, like children have a less chance to get a chronic disease than adults. So at just on that case alone, you'd think, okay, you know, adulthood or age is a reason for disease or the cause of disease, but it's not. And I want to explain why. I think we really should be looking at something else called organ reserve. And organ reserve is exactly the thing that we need to focus on to keep strong, to promote, to be healthy with, to be able to uh, add life to our years and years to our life. I mean, that's the goal, isn't it? Right? So organ reserve is basically, it's a functional capacity of the vital organs to support life. It's a reserve function of our body's organs that, while in youth, is well above what is needed for everyday living. It can act like a savings account, something that we can um, kind of draw upon of extra biological capabilities uh, in case we need it, such as trauma, you know, infections, illness, injury, heck, even stress, right? Um, you know, let me give you an example. So if you look at the heart and the lungs, they can basically increase their response three to four times above what above what is needed for the function at rest. So that is the reserve. That's the reserves we call on. So we need this because 
what's an example of when we might be needing or would be good for us to increase their response? Exercise, right? You know, we're going to want our heart and lungs to pump the blood harder, to be able to bring some oxygen in stronger to exercise because we want to exercise to strengthen ourselves, to be healthy, right? So we need that capacity. We, re we need that reserve uh, capacity. Now, once the stress is over, whether, you know, like such as exercise, that's when the regular organ function should return to normal. Here's a caveat here, though. As we age, naturally, we do lose organ reserve. So... Organ, loss of organ reserve is almost, I guess you could probably refer to it as a definition of aging, but it's not a life sentence, and we can make a big impact on it, uh, on how much we lose and to slow down the loss. It's much like what we can do with our genes. You know, whatever genes mom and dad handed to you, it is not a life sentence, whether you have a certain genetic makeup or not. Through epigenetics, we have the power to influence that, and it's the exact same thing with organ reserve, and we can make a big impact. You know, organ reserve is exactly why you can look at one person that might be 50 years old, but they look 70, right? And I'm sure you know that person. I've seen the people in the pharmacy all the time. Or on the other hand, you see someone that's 70 that looks like they're 50, right? And, you know, basically what this comes down to, it's basically shaping the difference between biological age and one's chronological age. You know, we celebrate birthdays every year and people get freaked out. Oh my God, another year older. That's your chronological age. That's the years, the time you spend on this planet. That in no way has to correlate with your biological age. Your biological age is more a function or a result of your organ reserve. So it's and, and then if you think about it, our biological age is therefore correlated, uh, correlated uh, to the individual risk factors of chronic in illness. So if your biological age is older, then you have higher risk factors to acquire chronic illness because you have run out your organ reserve quicker and faster. On the other hand, if you maintain and you do what you can to uh, slow the loss of your organ reserve, then you have the ability to ward off the risk factors of chronic disease. Thus, you're kind of living longer, living younger longer. And that's the goal here. I mean, our goal should really be to reduce the, the loss of the organ reserve as we grow older, thus slow down biological aging. Essentially, we want to stay younger longer. You know, the idea is just to live life, have fun. And when it's our time, it's our time. So, how can we influence this? How do we do it? When you look at the research and everything, a lot of it just falls down onto particular lifestyle behaviors. It's the food we eat. It's the activities we choose to do. It's a stress we tend to be engrossed in or the stress we intend to manage. Uh, it's about love, support, our social connection. Uh, it's about our sense of belonging, our sense of purpose, and it's about the exercise that we do. Now, I'm not going to, for this podcast, I'm not going to get into all this, but I'll give you some references that should probably lead some thoughts into it. Um, look at the work that Dan Bittner did in the book, The Blue Zones. You know, I mean, he basically went to all the blue zones in the world where people live longer, the healthiest. These are people that are in their hundreds and staying active and living life and loving life, right? And it falls down to factors such as these. Um, if you look at uh, the work, if you look at Mediterranean style diet, or, you know, that's one of the blue zones, but you always hear the Mediterranean diet. Well, it's not just diet. It's about the lifestyle. People move. They stay active. So, you know, when we talk about organ reserve, what many people don't realize, and what I want to do is just kind of do a little aside here as we finish up. 
and talk about exercise and movement because organ reserve is actually a close correlation to the amount of functional lean body mass um, that we have because the functional muscle mass supports optimal organ function and it minimizes organ stress. So that's pretty phenomenal. So the lean body mass that we have in our body supports our organ function and it actually supports our organ reserve. It protects them, makes them stronger. So if you're growing older or even if you're younger and you choose to be inactive, you choose to be sedentary, you are losing muscle mass, right? So that there is a major risk factor. That is a reason for exercise. Now, let's just also talk about diet because there are certain dietary habits that can actually tear that down as well. And even lifestyle factors. Um, you know, there's something known as uh, gluconeogenesis, which is a great body function that we have to call upon glucose when we need it, albeit for brain function or whatever it might be. Now, say if you were someone who actually was just a carb burner and you did not train yourself to be a fat burner and you relied on carbohydrates on a regular basis. Well, if you weren't getting enough, because we can become resistant to this stuff, then your body will start to break down muscle mass, right? Um, because it's basically, it's going to convert the protein source, the amino acids, into the sugar that your body needs and calls upon. So that right there is a reason for a healthy diet. And the healthy diet essentially is going to be a moderate protein. We don't like to go too high because that can actually lead to such insulin resistance. Uh, it's going to be low healthy carbohydrates. We want healthy carbohydrates, primary plant slant, right, for vegetables. On top of that, we want good, abundant, healthy fats. It's going to lead to the satiety. So it's very much like a primal way. So speaking about primal, let's talk about movement because I think herein lies the answer to our healthy organ reserve and our organ function, um, basically because this is where, this is how we've evolved. This is how we've trained our DNA at this point. So what type of exercise? We don't want to overdo it. Movement is key and we want to be movement regularly. Walking, that's what primal man and woman did a lot. They walked. That was a big key to everything. On top of that, we do want to do some weight-bearing exercises. Now, do we want to do them every day? No. And the idea is to do full-body movements. Uh, if you think about how primal man and woman did, if they worked around their place of being, they were building huts, they were moving things, picking stuff up. So it was full-body. It was not isolated exercises. Um, and we want to do that maybe two to three times a week. You can do things like push-ups, very simple, on their own home, uh, sit-ups, squats, planks, all these types of exercises. You know, you can download a Tabata exercise or something like that. Sprinting in that range as well. So sprinting and Tabata would be very similar. Um, primal hunter-gatherer people, they had to sprint. They either had to sprint to try to uh, catch an animal or run away from a, a predator of sense. Now, that probably didn't happen every day. But on average, what if you did that once a week? That is going to help maintain your muscle mass better than anything that I could really talk about. That with, you know, some dispersion of weight-bearing exercise throughout the week in a balanced fashion, allowing yourself rest and repair in between, that is the key, and that's the focus on a healthy lean body mass, thus focused on organ reserve. As I finish up, one last thing. When we talk about building our muscles, you can have too much. You know, when we can look at a muscle uh, a bodybuilder, right? They're taking their muscles bigger than average, bigger than how we've been designed to do, basically. Um, 
And when the when they were not, you know, we were talking about functional lean body mass. That's pretty much like non-functional because they're not created in a full body fashion. They're actually created in only an isolated fashion generally. So that's not a natural movement, and that's not how our DNA has been geared to focus. Now, maybe if they kept doing it for the next ten or twenty thousand years, hundred thousand years, they might get to that point. But it is a key factor to notice that. Um, you can actually put an extra stress on your organs if you are in that bodybuilding nature type of thing. So there we go. I hope you enjoyed it. I truly believe and think or encourage you to take a look at organ reserve and all the strategies that you can do uh, to bring it into your life to make your organ reserve a healthier factor. That you do it right now. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Rob Kress here with Root Pharmacist Radio. And uh, as always, uh, we love to hear from you what you want to hear. Contact me at rootpharmacist at gmail.com and have a great day. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to another episode of Root Pharmacist Radio. Rob Kress here, and I really appreciate it. Make sure you check us out and see the happenings going on at rootpharmacist.com. And then find us socially. Just search me, Rob Kress, or Root Pharmacist that you'll find on uh, Facebook as well as Instagram or Root Farm on Twitter. Anyway, have a great day, and I really appreciate it.